0: Hey strangers, welcome back to a fresh, steaming new episode of the Strange Sessions. As always, I am Kurt and I am joined once again by my hopefully coronavirus free (laughs) partner, Krista.
1: Not making any promises.
0: I don't I was looking at the symptoms for that, and it's like body aches, fatigue, and I mean I said that's (laughs) me on a a good day. Yeah, that that is pretty much.
1: (laughs) Well, and I work with a lot of people who travel. I mean
0: somebody in Fond du Lac has it.
1: Oh, there's a case Somebody in yeah in there's a case too. in Fond
0: du Lac, too yeah it's closing in because Chris and I were texting already like five o'clock this morning that it's just weird yeah I don't NBA know the whole is thing over, apparently yeah and like the March Madness tournament is gonna be played in it's empty so arenas weird. and I said this whole thing is just really surreal like, yeah I don't I don't understand this I mean I know it's it's it can Kill elderly people right, and or, sick people. Yeah, if
1: you're already sick.
0: But I don't get why this is such a big thing. Why they're shutting everything down.
1: I don't really understand it either. Why is everybody I feel buying like...
0: toilet paper?
1: <laughs> My joke on Insta- or on Facebook was, are people afraid they're going to cough so hard that they poop their pants? <laughs> went
0: shart. Because it's, re- it's
1: a respiratory illness. Yeah. But then someone else commented that people are afraid, allegedly, that if they get quarantined and can't leave their house, they're going to run out of supplies. I thought about that today. I I, guess I understand it, you know? I
0: literally have one roll of toilet paper left. I looked this morning, and it's like, oh, man. Hope
1: there's some left at Walmart. Otherwise, I'm going
0: to need a new shower (laughs) curtain, new socks, and... (laughs)
1: You have to buy a bidet.
0: Yeah, people in <laughs> Europe are safe. I'll make one. I'll just make one, a lawn sprinkler or something. <laughs>
2: ooh.
0: ooh. <laughs> so, and you if I though? had a, if I had a dollar for everybody that asked me if you were high in our last episode, me? because yes, because you were like super giggly <laughs> on sugar.
1: <laughs> I was high <laughs> so on the sugar.
0: You were just super giggly. Oh,
1: I was. I I as I was re-listening to that episode, I was laughing out loud. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had the giggles for sure. No,
0: I'm glad everybody really enjoyed that episode. Mm-hmm. It was a fun uh, episode. I'm really surprised how many people found the hidden sound thing at yeah. the end. Because we were talking while we were eating our moon pies and we were just <laughs> letting it record and we were just talking about flay of fishes and whatever. And <laughs> and then Krista said, Why don't you cut that out and put it in at the very end of the episode and that's the first time we ever did that. Mm-hmm. So from now on if we ever like get any good clips where it's just her and I banter, you know, or bloopers where we don't swear or whatever, maybe we'll put them in at the end yeah. after the Not, the every, music. Episode, Not though, every episode. Not so every episode. every once in a while. Yep. But jumping into the episode, we have shout outs. I think the first one we may have said last. I'm really bad with that because I pencil some in before we oh, record. Yeah. And then when I do this, I look at the print the printed one. So Luke Springer, you might have got a twofer, but we're giving you one anyway. So <laughs> yeah, well, our newest shout outs to our newest strangers are Luke Springer, Greg Bone, Russ Wooten, Jordan Johnson, Lauren Davies, who does the podcast oh, with, yeah, Brian, with Brian. And uh, it's awesome. I, I've still only listened to the first episode. I gotta get now that I'm gonna be going out for walks. Hopefully in the near future, I'll if be able to listen ever to more. Arrives. Yeah, it well, <laughs> snowed just, yesterday. Said, yeah, that was totally yeah. it was awesome. something. Oh yeah. Um, Joey Royal, Ryan Van Lanen. And a very special Link shout out to Lauren Kelly's four-year-old daughter, Quinn, who listens to the show in the car with her mom. Oh, hi, Quinn. I know. I thought that was so awesome because she said that Quinn was excited because we mentioned another Quinn yeah, last it's episode. It's not a common name. It's so. not. It's not. So Quinn, thank you so much for listening. Yes.
1: Hi, Quinn. We
0: love our little Strangelings. So thank yes. you so much. And I think that's it for shout outs. Cool. Oh, I want to give a big shout out to Jeremy for getting our Discord server up and running.
1: Yeah, it's so cool. Even
0: though I, I've been poking around on it and I just don't understand a lot about it.
1: No, me neither.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm just...
1: And as I, I put a post on there, like, I'm sorry if you message me or say something to me directly, it's probably going to be days before I get back to you just because yeah. I can barely keep up with Facebook and Instagram. Oh, I know. And I add know. another social media thing on there and I that I don't quite understand. But yeah. I I can I get updated. On emails, yeah, of people who are having conversations, and I love to see that you guys are yakking it up out there. <laughs> yeah, so
0: they don't always need us, you know. They're no. they're self sufficient that they can yak without us. That's pretty cool. Um, and I think that's it. We should probably jump into the taste, taste test. Okay. The first one, we have two of them. One's a drink, and one is a mystery package from Adam and Sophie. Oh, exciting. So the first Congratulations one
1: Congratulations to Adam and Sophie on their, oh, uh, their, their new, new house. Their house. It looks so nice. It does look amazing. She's always
0: taking pictures from the windows and stuff, they bought and it a just new looks so peaceful. And it,
1: yeah, and I hope Sophie's feeling better. She's been battling like a yeah, she's been really bronchitis sick. or sinus infection or something. She's I, been
0: really sick. Yeah. I know that. Um, The first one is a beverage that was given to us by listeners Brian Evanson and Jessica. Okay. So cool. uh, I've been friends with Jessie forever. She used to work with my ex girlfriend at the Port City's Animal Hospital. Oh, nice. So that's how I know Jess. Cool. So they got us, Krista already caught a peek of it because Kurt I was done. Put, put it on it,
1: the table in plain sight.
0: She got us this.
1: So it is. Is this a soda? Sorry. Yeah, it's, my, a, it's a soda. Fentimins, Botanically Brewed, Dandelion, and Burdock. <laughs> is it a soda it's a soda okay
0: made with dandelion which is weird because dandelions and burdocks are like something you should be picking off your pants not no. drinking in a soda
1: dandelion is actually it's a bitter green and bitter greens are extremely good for you wow and my great-grandmother used to make dandelion wine
0: oh my friends used to make dandelion wine when they were younger
1: i don't know about burdock i don't know what the heck that is <laughs> so this this is a Let soda a poultry, A okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just gonna start, Here comes the giggles again. No. Oh boy.
1: Reel it in. I'm gonna be the driver of the serious bus on this episode. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I wow. Can't
1: even say that without laughing. Ooh, I'm tired.
0: I am tired. This time change has me so messed up, so unbelievably badly. It's had
1: virtually no impact on me, and Kurt's barely alive right yeah, now.
0: Yeah, I got him. Big old, big old coffee from McDonald's, and I just poured more coffee into it. And
1: he texted me at like seven one day. He's like, "Oh my god, I just got
0: up. yeah." When I just wake up at seven a.m., that's wrong. bad. Yeah, yeah, I feel like my day's half over.
1: So how are we gonna do this? Cups. I was gonna say with coronavirus, we probably we shouldn't probably be drinking should out of the, share the same. Share it, yeah. And they're oh, talking here. about do you want me to open it.
0: Yeah, they're talking about how much people touch their faces. I touch my face all the time.
2: You know.
1: Yeah, I try not to. I, I interact with so many people at work handing me stuff that I, I have hand sanitizer on my desk. Let me grab cups. Hold okay. on. I'm not taking too much because you know me. Okay. Got to do the sniff test. Sorry. My microphone is extremely squeaky today. We need
0: to get some WD-40 in here or something. Mm,
1: it smells like cherry oh, cola. It smells
0: like cherry cough syrup. Cough <laughs> well,
1: really syrup does. is actually more accurate than cola.
0: It totally, oh, it smells, totally like, smells it smells like, like cough cherry syrup. cough syrup. So
1: is this like an elixir? I like, don't this
0: is like syrup. Maybe this cures coronavirus. I don't know. This is syrup <laughs> like little, little John.
1: Caffeinated syrup. Ready? Which is basically soda. Let's do it. It
0: It tastes like cherry cough syrup.
1: And also a little bit like Dr Pepper.
0: It's actually good.
1: No, it's really good. It is. Like for a soda.
0: But it tastes disturbingly like cherry cough syrup. But also Dr. Pepper. But also Dr. Pepper. <laughs>
1: hmm. I'm, take, I'm taking another sip. Like I don't know what dandelion's supposed I to like taste it, like, like. If
0: I wouldn't know any better, I would think this is cherry soda.
1: Is there cherry flavoring in it?
0: There is. Carbonated water. Fermented ginger root extract. Hmm. Beet sugar. Glucose syrup, pear juice concentrate, trit, pear juice concentrate, <coughs> caramel color, herbal infusions of dandelion root, burdock root, and flavorings.
1: Ooh, flavorings. <laughs> flavorings. That's a little
0: sketchy. It could be anything. Yeah. No, it actually. There's sounds... got to be cherry. It tastes there really has cherry. To
1: be. I don't taste the pear. I like it though. Beetroot sugar is that what it said? Yeah. That's interesting. I like it. No, I like it too. It's good. What's for, more?
0: No. Okay. <laughs>
1: okay. For soda. It's I would good. drink
0: this, like just for driving around. I like
1: this better than RC Cola.
0: Are you serious? Yeah.
1: But you know, I'm not a
0: cola You're not a person. cola girl. No. But what do you get out of 10?
1: I'm giving it. I'll give it an eight again.
0: I'm going to give it a nine because okay. it is really good.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's not overly sweet. No. And. I wasn't sure what dandelion and burdock was going to taste like, and I'm not sure if we were tasting that. No,
0: I hope I'm not allergic to them. We'll find out. (laughs) So, (laughs) thank you for that one, Brian and Jess. Yeah, okay, interesting. Like it? Yeah. And we got a package from. I wonder where they got that. I mean, they're from
1: Wisconsin, so it must. be- I don't know.
0: I've seen it at vitamin stores. I almost want to say. And we got a package from Adam and Sophie, who were with us on our Ouija board episode. Yes. And Sophie actually pops up again today in the podcast. The Hazozo episode. So they sent us an envelope.
1: So we don't even know if this is a taste test or not? We have
0: no idea what it is.
1: Okay. Could be a small animal. They're into animals.
0: I hope not, because it's been sitting in my apartment (laughs) for quite a while.
1: (laughs) There's no holes poked. Oh, there's a variety of things in here. I can't even open this. Cardboard envelope, gracefully. Okay, we got a postcard.
0: Yay, thank you guys.
1: It says, Museum of Death,
0: New Orleans. <laughs> wow.
1: Where the Big Easy meets the Big Sleep. Wow. It says, Kurt and Krista, we don't recommend this museum. Yuck. <laughs> 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 but not... not nola was cool yeah North, okay New Orleans. crazy and fun next time come with love sophie and adam well, oh we thank you guys that. thank you okay
0: <laughs> that gets a big yuck from sophie
1: oh we got a bumper sticker oh what does it say that says born again voodooist
0: i like that <laughs> put that on your reverend
1: car. zombies house of voodoo <laughs> i like awesome. it that's very cool what's this We've got earthworms, real worms. Oh, here's our taste. Oh. Test. Sweet, sour and earthy, not just for the birds is what it says on the back.
0: Thanks, guys.
1: It's very reminiscent of those. I
0: think the these package, look yummier.
1: Cuz they have artificial coloring. There's a pink one, a blue one, a green one.
0: I've eaten earthworms already. Are they pink, green and blue? No, they were okay. just like earthwormy. Just checking. Earthworm color. Jubes
1: coconut gel oh my gosh this is weird do you see how they squish around yeah. in there yes so it says coconut gel is a fibrous cholesterol free and delicious dessert spend hours of fun <laughs> <laughs> munching these chewy juicy cubes or mix it with cocktails and other desserts to create your own treats this lychee
0: lychee lychee, I like lychee flavoring
1: flavored Jubes is for those who prefer cool and refreshing taste. Ready to eat. Oh, this is weird. I almost need to take a video of this.
0: I wonder if we should save that for the next episode. Should we? Yeah. Okay. Let's do the earthworms this episode, and it's let's cold. do let's do Jubes. Let's do Jubes next episode because we're also gonna have. The pickle beer to try next episode. So next episode pickle beer and jubes. Great. I'm gonna get drunk before work. (laughs) This almost this is weird.
1: Okay, I gotta take pictures of everything.
0: Thank you so much, you guys. Yes,
1: this is fun. Real worms. Okay. Here's the voodoo. I'm gonna put it down here. Do 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 So I wonder if this museum was like like dead people, like
0: no, I'm thinking it's like about death, like, like
1: right, like embalming and like yeah. all that kind of stuff.
0: I would assume there wouldn't be dead people there,
1: but maybe there were. Like, I don't know. She
0: said we wouldn't want
1: to do it, so I'm assuming it's back.
0: Sophie and Adam, let us know what was at the Museum of Death.
1: Yeah, because now my mind is like going in really <laughs> weird places. Oh, I suppose I should open these. Yep, <laughs> I just set it aside, like pretending we did
0: it. I feel like those are marketed more towards. Paid four dollars and twenty nine cents wow. for these worms. Thank you, guys.
1: Would you say marketing towards kids?
0: Yeah, like I feel like these are going to be tastier. God, I hope so. Or it's just wishful thinking on my part.
1: It looks like lint. <laughs> <laughs> click Color- lint. Colorful lint.
0: Starting our day with some dandelion and burdock and worms.
1: Hmm. Very earthy. <laughs> Okay. getting there. Did you hear that? I He's heard it. Getting there. Sorry. Okay, I'm gonna take a green <laughs> <just can't>. one. <laughs> Was it for basic onto confused? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
0: wouldn't even know what to do if you got there. <laughs> Son. I took a green one. I took a pink because I like pink. I it doesn't
1: smell like anything.
0: This one actually smells kinda good.
1: I don't smell anything. Okay. You ready?
0: You're ready. Oh,
1: that tasted it like, a, like candy. It tasted like a tricks. <laughs> it tastes t- like sour.
0: That tasted like a tricks. I think I got a sour cereal. one. That was actually really good.
1: Yeah, it doesn't taste like a worm.
0: No, mine it tasted like candy. Mine tasted like the red piece of cherry.
1: Was yours sweet? Yeah, because I got sour.
0: <laughs> I got sweet, but it tasted like cherry tricks or like the red tricks flavor.
1: I mean, it reminds me of.
0: I'm gonna try a blue one. Can I have a pink one?
1: I want to see more pink ones. Oh, are the blue ones sweet or sour?
0: That one was sweet.
1: Okay. Maybe it's not by color. That's oh, actually this really is a good. Huge one. I'm breaking it in half. Okay, I'm trying a blue one. Mm, that one's not sour.
0: It's actually really good.
1: It's got a weird undertaste. Yeah. But it's a worm. So what? Do you, what do you expect? Uh, yeah, these are surprisingly it like good. Much better than these yeah. over here. Yeah.
0: You need to try harder. Oh, okay. What do you give that out of ten?
1: I mean, for a worm,
0: I'm giving it a ten. Yeah, for a worm, that's a ten.
1: As far as worms
0: go. You know, they just didn't sh- shake a little bit of sour cream and onion flavoring on there and said, "There you go, go at it." <laughs> Call I mean, it this a is, snack. Like I had a feeling this was the way it was colored that it was marketed t- to kids to bring yeah, it and to school. Yeah, why would you make it gross? I think that was actually really good.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of just like sweet and sour candy. Yeah. Like a Sour Patch Kid that's crunchy, maybe. And the
0: next episode will be the jubes. Yeah, I'm not sure what to think about those. I wonder what what, can we, like, we should maybe, like, bring a bowl or something to put them in. I think maybe a spoon. We would want a spoon. (laughs) Think so?
1: I bet we have cutlery in the closet, so I think we could
0: do that. But we'll do that next episode. Okay, cool. I could sit here and just play with this package. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Serious. What happened to driving the serious bus?
1: Serious bus. I got <laughs> off okay. like three exits ago. <laughs>
0: All right. For this episode, we are doing something a little different. I don't think we've ever done this before. We are doing a stranger's suggestions episode.
1: I mean, we've done episodes that strangers have suggested. Yeah. But this but is, not like, like, this is like three of them. This yeah. is like
0: three of them in one episode because none of these were really girthy enough to use on its own.
1: Come on, you're just feeding these to me now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, but I couldn't think of it. I was going to say meaty enough, but we said that before (laughs) doing the podcast. Meaty, girthy, it's all...
1: Very uh, double entendre. Yes.
0: So these are three ones that... There's really not a lot to talk about, but I believe all three of these have Reddit or subreddits devoted to them.
1: Okay, sorry, squeaky. (laughs) I got to do something about this.
0: (laughs) But all three of these, I believe, have subreddit, subreddit subreddits <laughs> devoted to them.
1: <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I
0: totally forget where I was going with this. Getting <laughs> getting um, the giggles now. <laughs> but yeah, think of this. I know we say this all the time, but think of this more as the hors d'oeuvres tray. You know, something nasty on a trisket oh. That if you like it, you like it. You can look up other. Yeah, you can look it up online. But I thought all three of them were interesting stories. So Hey,
1: maybe if, one of these will turn into a listener's new favorite rabbit hole kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I
0: mean? These are rabbit holes. They're really interesting. Okay. Uh, so ready. the first story we are gonna do was submitted by Sophie Ray.
1: Oh. We love
0: Sophie and Adam. And it involves the Matthew Thornton letters. Okay. I knew nothing about this me until either. Sophie sent me this. And this one is kind of bizarre. I had a hard time piecing together where this all started or when this all started. But the gist of the story is that for quite a while now, at least since 2014, seemingly random people and businesses all across the country have been receiving mysterious letters sent to them by someone named Matthew Thornton. T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. Okay. The letters are actually like really cool looking. If you, if you like uh, Google search matthew thornton letters a lot of people are putting pictures of their letters okay and they're like really artistic and really cool and i actually really <laughs> like them uh they're pretty and artistic but the content is super bizarre here is someone's description of the letter they were sent the person says quote front of the mailed envelope the name at the top left read matthew thornton 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 <laughs> i always say thornton but it's thornton
1: Well, I think you don't have to be super deliberate
0: about that first N. The name at the top left read Matthew Thornton before being opened with text reading, quote, Western United States written underneath the name. Also drawn on the front of the envelope is a map of Northern California with Lake Tahoe highlighted in blue and intentional markings on the western coast of the drawing. Back of mailed envelope. No notable markings other than the words, quote, just 18 months apart in the bottom left corner and, quote, strike two written on the bottom right corner. What? Yeah. It's, like I said, these are weird. I'd
1: be afraid to open it.
0: Front of the page enclosed in mailed envelope. It appears to be a photocopy of cutout pieces of paper, including a picture of a cat and the lyrics to Phil Collins' song, Another Day in Paradise. The lyrics, the cat, and the words, see the video on YouTube, and the words, over 240 million views, all appear to be separate pieces of papers placed on top of a photocopier. The title and singer of the song, the eyes of the cat, and the top of the cylinder are highlighted and appear to be physically highlighted rather than copied.
1: So It feels like so a the, serial killer kind of letter. It, it
0: kind of does. <laughs> so the person, so this Matthew Thornton took all these pictures and, Put them all on top of a photocopier and made like a little collage.
1: Okay,
0: is that the right word? Collage yeah. is that the word I'm sure. looking for? Yeah. And then when that was done, he like physically highlighted the cat's eyes and like letters in the in the thing. Okay. Like right now, go on your Google, go on your phone, and then Google Matthew Thornton letters and go to Google Image Search. Okay. You should see the one, the one of the with the cat is going to be in the teaser image for this episode. But like I said, they're they're like super artsy and like pretty.
1: You know, they're, uh, just googling Matthew Thornton, there's like some historical. Yeah, okay. Yeah. we'll mention it. Part of that. Yep. Because letter to Matthew Thornton. Okay. Because I'm seeing like old old letters too. So, the secret of America is that one of them. Yes. With a, like a map with. Yes. A... Oh, weird.
0: They're weird, but they're pretty. I mean, they're like yeah, really...
1: totally. It reminds me of that book that you have that has like all the puzzles and stuff yeah, in it. Yeah, where sort there's all like that. random things Maybe this like this is
0: some kind of weird treasure hunt. That's what well, people don't know. I mean, people have hmm. no idea. But okay. they're 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 cool. They're cool looking.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm intrigued. Also <laughs> a little weirded out, but go ahead.
0: Okay. But he. it seems like it was highlighted the eyes of the cat at the top of the cylinder are highlighted and appear to be physically highlighted rather than copied. Capital L's can be seen throughout the paper and envelope front, although the importance of this may not be notable. Hmm. Back of the page enclosed in mailed envelope. Highlighted in pink is Lake Tahoe. Words written on paper include Paradise and Jackson, possibly referencing the cities of Paradise and Jackson in California in their respective locations on the map. Other markings include the words, quote, Hey, Tubby, written near the (laughs) western coast of the map, and a strange, intentional-looking ink mark in the northwest part of the map. The ink marking appears to correspond to a marking found in the same area on the map drawn on the front of the envelope. So, it—it, it, I mean, all the letters are different, too. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of references to the Tower of Babel. You know, I think that was a, was it a biblical thing, that the Tower sounds of Babel? Like, yeah. But there's a lot of references to that. But I just think these letters are so cool-looking. I really do. A lot of the letters have the same references to things, and some of these things mentioned include gold, an upcoming solar storm, the Holy Grail, the phrase, quote, the secret of America, Alpha Centauri, California, and the phrase, quote, West Coast impact zone. So, yeah, There's what? It's
1: <laughs> like a doomsday kind of thing. It is.
0: I mean, it, it, it's weird. There are Reddit threads devoted to these letters, and they're filled with post titles like, quote, Matthew sent us a letter, quote, I got one, hi from Brooklyn, quote, Matthew Thornton hits Amarillo, Texas, quote, Thornton reaches Providence, Rhode Island, quote, our letter was addressed to stupid idiot, (laughs) (laughs) quote, I work at a coffee shop in Connecticut, we were very hidden, so it surprises me that we got this letter, quote follow-up letter in portland maine and so on so on and so on and people follow up letter yeah so they've gotten two more than so one. people all over the country and businesses all over the country have been getting letters from this person since 2014
1: so nobody's getting it at their personal home yeah some people, oh, personal home. some people are getting at their personal
0: homes some people are getting at businesses it's kind of freaky and it's weird i mean it's just there's like no rhyme or reason mm-hmm. why some mm-hmm. of these and there's people there's nothing
1: they have in common really no
0: no, and some of these, there's probably a ton of people that have gotten these letters that have no idea what it is, so they throw it out. Right. You know, and a lot of these, I read a lot of these posts from people, and they say, they get this, and they're like, what is this? Maybe we'll get one. And I was going to say, that. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a ulterior motive for covering this yeah. in this episode, and that is because I really want us to get one of PO these box. envelopes. So Matthew Thornton, if you're listening. Yeah. We have a P.O. box. We you would have love, to stay tuned to hear We would it. love it if you sent us one. so cool. That, that, so that was cool. in the back of my mind when I was doing this. But all these people, you know, they get this thing and they're like, what is this? And then they go on the internet and search for it. And they find out that all these other people are mm. getting this letter from this person.
1: Of course, not anybody could send us a letter and pretend it's from him. No, because we went... he's
0: got a very distinct... He does? Like, I think I would be able to tell the difference between okay. a forged Matthew Thornton <laughs> letter and an authentic Matthew <laughs> Thornton letter. Okay. So, you know, like I said, who knows how many people got these and just threw them out or just threw them in a drawer because they have no idea what it is. Hmm. So there's a lot of people since 2014 that have been getting these letters from this person. Interesting. And it turns out a lot of people have talked to him. It turns out out he posted his name and phone number on the discussion page on the Wikipedia article for the Tower of Babel. He put his phone number on there. Uh, How do you know it's him, though? People have called him. People but, have. I but it know. could be anybody. It could be anybody, but people have called that. Uh, in right inside in the, you know, like in the Wikipedia, if you do an update or edit something, you can put a, notes in there. And yeah. He put. Uh, you can text Matthew questions at and then this number, which I'm not going to say because I don't know if that's still his number, right. or not.
1: So, have people described what he sounded yeah, like? Yeah,
0: a couple people have said. Uh, one person said. I haven't heard back from him about sharing the voicemails he has left me, but if he allows me to, I'll post them. So somebody said that he's gotten voicemails from the guy. We have a phone number too, Matthew. So give us a call. <laughs> exactly. But uh, people have gotten voicemails from him. Uh, one of the people said, "Some one of the people that he talked to said, quote, some bullet points, and then he said that Matthew said all stars are grow lights, okay. which is weird."
1: That grow lights refer to, well, I always think of marijuana. So do I? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, he said grow that lights all lights are st- for growing any gold. All
0: kind stars of plants, are grow lights. Stars. A flare okay. hit California before it was called California, and that created the gold there. The Ming dynasty went to get this gold in a lot of ships. Okay. So he thinks that's where all the gold came from. And people think that that's what the phrase West Coast Impact Zone means, sure. That that's not something apocalyptic it's but something that's something happened. that happened in the past okay because he's very he talks a lot about gold like gold in california and stuff like that which has led people to believe it could be some kind of weird online treasure hunt right. like forrest fenn's treasure yeah you know which we haven't talked about yet because that's going to be a backup episode but anyway um The person says that he talked to said he has no internet accounts. He just looks at the internet from the library. He assures me that this isn't just an art project like I originally assumed. Hmm. Another person that talked to him said, quote, Right before work, I spoke briefly with the guy. Nice fella. Very cordial. Well-versed in science. He's been sharing these messages for the better part of 10 years. The Sesame Street postage stamps he uses are kind of a joke on its theme song lyrics. Quote, Can you tell me how to get... He said the point was to inform everyone of a huge awakening and that there were portals or doorways that would open, and he's listed the location of at least one of them. So he thinks that these portals or doorways are opening, Uh, and then this guy also says a list of things discussed. NASA is taken from the word Anasazi, which is interesting because I never realized that NASA is actually in the word Anasazi. Okay. Uh, We discussed Operation Paperclip, the absorption of the Roanoke Colony, Cold Fusion, the Philadelphia Experiment, Yosemite National Park, and its disappearing people, the face of the Half Dome. And he discovered that the, I I don't know how to pronounce this word, but we have to have an episode on this too, because I never really knew about these and they're fascinating. He discovered that the Quimbaya artifact plane is a glider that uses magnetic poles and it's not actually a plane.
1: (laughs) I, there's just so much going on i know. I'm, I'm overwhelmed by all of this i know i have this weird side thought like what does this guy's house look like i'm picturing i don't, picturing, know. I don't like, know chaos
0: but people are like looking I'm picturing
1: at- a map with lots of string yeah <laughs> like,
0: exactly you know I mean? exactly Uh, A lot of people have posted, like when I looked at the Reddit group, people were posting just last week that they got letters from him. Hmm. So he's still constantly sending letters out. And this has been going on since 2014. People have talked to him on the phone.
1: So my question about what does he sound like, I'm hinting at, does he sound like an older man, a younger man? Like that's what I kind of want to know. That I don't know. Okay.
0: But... Like I said, if the, if this interests you, do a search for this. Reddit has a whole group.
1: I can't believe I've never heard of this. I can't believe
0: I haven't either because I feel considering like considering how I'm... much
1: you're on Reddit and like yeah, just the internet in yeah. general.
0: Yeah, and like mm. I like anything that's like a weird little story. I usually like latch onto at some yeah. point, and this totally eluded me. So I don't know.
1: Oh, it'd be so cool to get a letter. I know.
0: I know. I really ho- would. Actually. I'm hoping we do. But like okay. I said, I, I spent a while looking at people's pictures of the letters, and I just think they're so cool looking. Yeah. I don't understand the hey, tubby. <laughs> you know, I don't know. And then he dressed one as stupid like idiot or something like, a like that. code for something. Yeah. You know? So I Maybe don't know. Maybe that's
1: his version of sheep where, you know.
0: It's possible. It's possible. Oblivious
1: to what's going on.
0: But, you know, uh, I'm as always. i curious to know
1: what his thoughts are on coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's got some. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: But, you know, as always, you got to take all of this with a grain of Absolutely. salt because it's on Reddit. You know, and who knows if people are making up that they talked to him. Right? But do you think not, the letters are real though? Yeah, it sounds okay. like a lot of people have talked to him. Okay. You know, because he put his number up there and people were calling him, but I still don't know if the number—the number's right in front of me—but I don't know if it's still active. I don't want to put out the phone number out there, and you know, it's some old lady somewhere. Right. Yeah. You know, but yeah. So this Sophie sent me this, and I just thought this was really interesting. So That's do we have really, a theories? Yeah, segment? we got a couple okay. theories. Uh Theory number one. He's a real sane person. Sane? Well, (laughs) I got goofy ideas and I think I'm relatively sane. I think we could be living in a a simulation.
1: But but talking about it on a podcast, (laughs) on a podcast Podcast. as a theory, is a little different than sending random letters all over the country. (laughs) You know, he's taking it a step further and he doesn't just have one weird theory, he's got like a whole bunch of theories. Yep.
0: But that, that is one of the theories is that he's a real sane person. I think you can do stuff like this and be sane. I don't think you have to be insane in order to, you know, granted you're walking the fine line between crackpot and sane person, but...
1: He sounds incredibly intelligent. Yeah, he does. And I think that there's... I don't know. Maybe I sound ignorant saying this because I'm not incredibly intelligent.
0: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you I are f- incredibly intelligent. No, I'm
1: not. I feel like... People who have that level of intelligence almost know too much, you know what I mean? Yeah, and there is sort of like this risk of well, no, going I, a little nutty I, with your knowledge.
0: I don't remember if I said this on here, but you know, my dad did whatever it was my dad was doing 007, and he spent uh, a couple months, I believe, at Caltech in California, okay, the, the engineering school. Yeah, and he said he met some of the brightest people there that he's ever met. But he says it seemed like the brighter you were, like the less rap, the less tight you were wrapped. Because he said right. these people were like living on their own wavelength. They right. were just, you know. So I totally agree with to that, that. that. That there's something to yeah. that. That the smarter you are, the less in touch with reality, maybe.
1: Well, and I think it sounds like this person's gone down a lot of rabbit holes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, think could, I, I totally could agree with your idea. Like really that. Caught that, up that in there's that. a
0: map, and then there's all these. Pieces of yarn attaching theories to theories. Yeah, but he seems harmless, and I think he is sure. sane.
1: it it seems like whatever it is he's concerned about, yeah. he's trying to warn people.
0: Yeah. Uh, theory number two: He's real, but he's schizophrenic or has mental disorders. So, a I lot hate of to people just jump to that conclusion. I know, but a lot of people pegged him as being schizophrenic from his paranoia, from as his as artwork well. on the letters, yeah. and from the stuff that he talks about. But yeah. I think it's too easy to just dismiss it is. that. I, I agree. You know. Uh, theory number three, he's a group, not just one person. Oh, because here there's we go. too many letters.
1: Uh-huh. It reminds <laughs> me of the voicemails at the gyms.
0: Yeah, it totally. It totally. And Captain Coochie's key lime pies, mm-hmm. kind of. A little bit. I always got to mention that so somebody yep. can have a shot now with our <laughs> bingo board. But it totally reminds <laughs> me of the... the
1: Zach Vagans. There's <laughs> another
0: shot. <laughs> Just make people get drunk. But it totally reminds me of the calls to the, it does. the gyms. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it could
1: be like, um, what do you call that? Like an online simulated... What do you call it? It like has a name where it's not a game, but it oh, is. Oh, an ARG. A game. An yeah, ARG, yeah, yeah. an
0: alternate reality game.
1: It could sort of be like that, right? Or it no? could be, but I
0: think since 2014, I think something would have. Yeah. Something would have came up by now. Hmm. And uh, theory number four, and this one I came across a lot, surprisingly, he is a time traveler. Matthew Thornton was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Okay. And that's where you were seeing... Hence
1: the black and white photo of the the distinguished looking man.
0: But there's people (laughs) that believe he is a time traveler that... Some people believe he's actually the Matthew Thornton that signed the Declaration of Independence and then traveled in time to our future and then traveled back to now to warn us about an impending disaster. Okay. Don't really buy that. But,
1: yeah, I mean, he could have just picked that name, too. Oh, yeah. That's
0: what people say. People don't know it's if, not if Matthew name. Thorne is his name or not, but yeah. why would you pick such an obscure name from the Declaration of Independence? I
1: feel like that's right.
0: So what but do you think?
1: Have you looked into the actual Matthew Thorne? No, Was he I, I, into strange not theories? That I, not and... that I, I looked into him a little bit, but okay. nothing that I saw. Because so there th- could be some significance behind him choosing there that There could name? be. There could be.
0: Huh. What's your opinion on this? You want mine. My Are you...
1: gut is that this is just some hyper intelligent person yeah. who is extremely educated, but has a lot of even conspiracy theories yeah. running around in their head, and maybe has gotten a little caught up in it. Yeah, totally. And is I don't know trying to warn people. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like this is what they do full time. I'm guessing that's totally. They're probably what I independently think. wealthy and mm-hmm. hold up in some. You know, isolated mansion somewhere. Spending It letters. Spends his time
0: making, putting these letters together. Yeah. And these like really elaborate arts. It seems like
1: it would be very time consuming. Yeah. It could be a, yeah. like some kind of elaborate. That's why
0: some people believe it's a group doing this. It could be some kind of elaborate
1: person. marketing thing too. I don't know. Or I, my my opinion kind. is
0: I think he's real and I think he's doing his own form of podcasting. I really do. Hmm. I think so sure. that's. I think what he's doing is like what you and I, I are doing. I guess we talk
1: about all these things yeah, he's you talking and I, about, but he
0: doesn't maybe have access to do that or I mean he's the guy not said the he's not on the internet. So maybe this is his way of doing podcasting, just randomly sending up to the to the universe <laughs> how he's picking these people, I don't know. Mm. But yeah. That is story number 1. That was submitted by Sophie. Thank you so much yeah. Sophie. That was a little rabbit hole I went down for quite a while. Very fascinating. And that is the Matthew Thornton letters. Matthew, buddy. Send us a letter. we'd yeah, love we'll you to give send you the us a PO letter. box. PO box at the end of the episode. We also
1: have a phone number. We're going to give you too.
0: Yeah, but give I want us, a letter because a cool I really wall. like the artistic. It would look so it would cool. Look very cool, hanging on our, our wall. And put a cat on it because I really like the cat picture. <laughs> so that is letters from Matthew Thornton. Love it. Thank, thank you, you Sophie. Sophie. Story number two was submitted by Tiff Franks, who I talked to quite a bit. Stranger Tiff Franks. So thank you so much, Tiff. You're awesome. And this is the story of the Tate House. The Tate House. The Tate House. This one is weird.
1: Had you heard of any of these prior to doing this? The research? last one.
0: Okay. The last story. I've known about for a long time. Uh, Matthew Thornton letters and the Tate House were both completely new to yeah, me. Yeah. Like never I heard knew of this. nothing about this. And then Tiff sent me this and I was like, wow.
1: Okay. I'm ready.
0: So this one is really weird uh a lot weirder this, than the last one. yeah this one is okay. weirder than the last one to okay. me this one is weird and this one is
1: weird in a different way
0: weird in a different way and this one is i don't know i honestly don't know what to make of this one i don't know what to think about this are this any is, of these
1: stories sensitive to strangelings or are we okay
0: this one could be a little sketchy but I don't think badly sketchy. Okay. But this one is disturbing. going have nightmares? This, or? No, no, okay. probably not nightmares, but this one can be, the last one might be a little disturbing.
1: The very last one? Yeah, Okay.
0: but not badly disturbing.
1: So maybe strangers want to... We,
0: I don't know. We need to come up with a rating system for... Yeah, a, we do. For, That's yeah, we a do. good idea. It, we'll work on that. We'll
1: work on that, <laughs> or somebody else will. Because <laughs> you know we won't.
0: So a lot of the story about the Tate house comes from two articles that I read on the Mysterious Universe site, which we love. Yep. And there's also Reddit groups devoted to this. In 2007, Alan and Christine Tate moved into their house in... Oh boy, I should have practiced this beforehand... Car, Carmarthenshire. Wow. Yeah. It's a mouthful. In 2007, Alan and Christine Tate moved into their house in Carmarthenshire, Carmarthenshire, <laughs> Wales. I think we have a listener in Wales, I actually. Think, yeah, I think we do too. I think we have a couple. I think maybe. we do. Yeah. So they moved into their house. Just say their, the
1: shire. They moved into the yes. shire. <laughs> they
0: moved into their house. House. They moved into their house in Carmarthenshire, Wales. For 11 years, everything was perfectly normal in the house, and they lived a happy, routine life.
1: 11 years, okay. Yeah.
0: Then, in June of 2018, Christine was in the kitchen one morning making coffee when she heard what she described as a weird flushing sound that she had never heard before.
1: Like a toilet flushing? Like
0: a flushing. I'm assuming flushing or pipes or something making a flushing sound. Okay. Christine later told the news site Wales Online, quote, It was like a flushing noise that I heard first. I told Alan about it and that I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. He left his phone in the bathroom with the recorder on to try to pick up the source of the noise, and then we could hear a machine running. We started to record all over the house, and we picked up the sounds of chains, a motorbike starting, and people screaming. Yeah. Weird.
1: This is sounding weirdly familiar.
0: The couple soon realized that the sounds were emanating from the home's basement, which was below the kitchen. When they went down to the basement and listened closely, it sounded like the strange noises were actually coming from beneath the dirt floor of the basement.
1: <gasps> what?
0: Yeah. Alan Doug, and there's a couple discrepancies here. Some articles say.
1: Did we talk about a story where weird noises were coming from a fireplace?
0: I don't remember that. This
1: might have been on Paranormal Palaver then. Like Jeff or Joe might have talked about this on Paranormal really? Palaver. Really? Yeah. I don't remember is hearing this on Paranormal so weirdly Palaver. Weirdly familiar to me really yeah okay unless i heard it on another podcast but yeah. I, I don't listen to paranormal podcasts that often i'm
0: surprised that i've never heard about this
1: okay i'm creeped out though because why would they be sounds be coming from below the? i house? don't know
0: <laughs> but uh there's some discrepancies because some articles i read said that alan dug down in the basement floor okay and some articles said he dug into the wall sideways so i don't know which is the right one because i've heard both of them from, from that. It sounded like from them actually. So I don't know which one they did or if they did both. So Alan dug some discrepancies here down about four feet, either down into the dirt or into the wall and placed a recorder in the hole. The recordings would contain tons of strange sounds, including screams, dogs, barking, sexual sounds, crying, and the sound of machinery and i have some of the clips i have ooh. a few clips here okay so ooh
1: interesting i'm so excited. play
0: clip number 1 this is just voices you're going to clearly hear voices that he recorded and like we don't know what language it's in but it sounds like it's two people talking a little bit you're going to hear what sounds like two people talking he caught this on his recorder
1: Okay. Wow. There's nothing subtle about that.
0: So, <laughs> it's it's voices. There's voices. Oh yeah.
1: Just having a normal everyday conversation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A and, woman. I definitely heard he a woman. Said, he said when this started. He took his recorders and he placed them all around the house outside, and he said there was nothing. They're there coming was, from inside the house. They're coming the from the, from beneath the, uh, the area of the basement. There's those voices. So so that's eleven not, years of nothing. Yeah, and then this. So that's weird. Not this is this wasn't so weird. This is just the it's voices. Very weird. It gets weirder. So this <laughs> okay. is the voices. So now play the next clip.
1: Okay. Do you want to lead into it at all, or we're just going to play it? We'll just
0: play it. Okay. This is, it gets like more disturbing as, as progressively weirder. So that was just voices, and now he caught this on the recorder as well.
1: There was a lot of white noise in there, yeah. but...
0: You could, I mean, obviously hear like a, a baby, baby crying. crying. That like very weird, last one sounded a weird, like a cat. Possibly. You know how cats possibly. do that yeah. sound? Yeah, but there's also like what sounds like some kind of machinery or a vehicle or something. And like I said, this, you know, people at first assumed this was just sounds from outside. And he or said, no, he said that he would have, that's my question, is okay. if, if there's like a weird acoustic thing... I mean maybe there's a weird acoustic thing but we'll get into like okay. something else a like little bit. Like sounds
1: travel through yeah. pipes in like yeah. really weird yeah. ways. So is there
0: like a weird acoustical thing going on? It's just bizarre. And he said he placed recorders around outside and caught nothing on any of them the same time he was catching these sounds from the basement.
1: I, and that's where I think that if there were some kind of new infrastructure that were added under the house.
0: But we'll get into that. We'll okay. get into what what he says. Okay. So now play clip number 3 is i believe they looped this and what people believe this is is a woman saying something like oh my god the babies died
1: oh no and And the last thing we heard was a baby it's looped
0: three times and it sounds like a woman saying oh my god the babies died it's like an evp where it's hard to hear exactly but people hear oh my god the babies died okay
1: So yes, overall, that crazy white noise, I hear that. Yeah. And what's really striking is the anguish in the yeah. lady's voice. Yeah. Like if, like truly, she. I is don't know if I'm hearing. Anguish. Oh my
0: God! For the first part, but I do hear the babies die. I
1: hear. Oh my God! The babies died. There's yeah. like a pause between and my she and is, God. She, she is, is hysterical. Yeah. Like she just walked in and found her baby, and she's yeah. screaming. Yeah. That is like gut wrenching. Yeah.
0: And now the last oh, one, I don't honestly, I don't honestly remember what's on this one. Oh, I believe this one is this looped. Be a surprise! I believe this one is looped too.
1: It says stop.
0: Does it say loop?
1: Um, stop it says loop? stop loop. Okay, it's yep. somebody
0: saying stop. Apparently, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I did this we'll last find week. Find out. So this is another sound that they got on their recorder. Huh? I don't know. I hear. I hear. Go away. Go away. Stop. Stop. stop please please stop. stop.
1: And then, like, some kind of loud. I don't
0: know if it's like a striking yeah. or a gunshot. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. But so yeah.
1: So what's interesting about this is they're not just picking up like weird ambient noises from. Surra- they're all really like that first one's just there's a conversation. Pro- there's some on
0: this on, their, on his on Alan Tate's YouTube channel. He has recording five-hour recordings put on there where people are going through it and stuff. Oh, wow. So he's got, like, these were the short ones that I got. (laughs) There's He has some on there that are, like, hours and hours long of recordings. And it's not always this, but these were like, the more striking ones. Okay. But there's a lot of mumbling of people talking, uh, like I said, sexual sounds, dogs barking, crying, the sounds of machinery. Uh, He describes it a little bit more in a thing that I read coming up. Okay. So Alan said, quote, all I really want is an explanation. Why are there people screaming? There must be something going on. We have placed microphones all over the place because we want to prove or disprove what we were hearing. We put microphones at the front of the house, at the back of the house, inside and out in the basement. The devices we left in the basement picked up the screaming and other noises. The other devices, which were all recording the same time as the, at the front and back of the property, picked up nothing at all. Hmm. So he's puzzled as to what is going on.
1: Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Uh,
0: the couple became so freaked out that they had the basement sealed off, but they made a hole in the floor on the upper level that they were able to use to lower a recorder into the basement. <gasps> police were called to the house, but could not find an explanation for the sounds.
1: But they could hear them too?
0: No. And when the reporters and police uh, came to the house and tried to capture the sounds themselves, they were unsuccessful.
1: Well, that's weird.
0: That is weird. So. But that's this... kind of how yeah.
1: hauntings work well, too. Well, that,
0: that's that's the thing is that people don't know. We'll get into that. Okay. Uh Alan started uploading his recordings to his YouTube channel where people would analyze the sounds and try to figure out what was being said or identify what the sounds were. So those are some of the clips that I had are what people are pouring through that he puts on YouTube.
1: So they're on YouTube right now. We could all go there and listen. Uh,
0: Just look up Alan Tate, A-L-A-N-T-A-I-T, and you'll find these recordings and stuff. So some people believe that these sounds are just a weird acoustic thing from a nearby park or something. But with some of these sounds, like people... What's happening in this park? Yeah, I don't want to visit this park. Uh, Other people suspect that the sounds are paranormal in nature and possibly came about from something that happened in the home's basement. I don't really... It
1: just seems like such a weird variety of things. Yeah. Some of these seem related, but they're just a couple snapshots. If there's a lot more that he captured...
0: I don't. I don't know if I buy the paranormal. I don't
1: know if I do either.
0: Uh, and some people agree with Tate's theories of the sound. And their theory is that there's some kind of subterranean dwelling or structure beneath their house that is being used for human trafficking or oh, a drug lab. That could be. And uh, I totally, I totally Are there like
1: catacombs that. under there? There's you a, know, there's when there's you think of the Paris catacombs? There. there is something under their Oh, there is? Him. Yeah. Okay.
0: The Tates have left the house and are traveling around, handing out brochures about what is going on at the house to try to drum up interest from the police. Alan said, quote, Hundreds of people have been in touch with us and agreed that this needs to be properly looked at. We're traveling around the country handing out posters and flyers about what we think is going on. We want as many people as possible to know about this so that the police are urged to carry out a more thorough investigation.
1: Wouldn't you find, like, the nearest manhole cover and be like, all right, let's solve this ourselves?
0: (laughs) We don't want to go back until the matter has been resolved. I think we're dealing with a serious criminal gang here, and I think our lives could be in danger if they knew where we were. So the flyers and posters they have been handing out to people or hanging up say, quote, Please help. In August 2018, we discovered what we think is an illicit drug manufacturing factory running somewhere underneath our house. Women and children can be heard screaming. We reported it to the police, who first ignored us and then did not bother to listen to the audio recordings we made. The recordings were made secretly in a 1.5-meter shaft tunnel into the side of our basement. On the recordings, you can hear women screaming, two foreign men talking, and an automated machine running and flushing, and when it flushes, it emits strong gas. We do not speak the language, but it appears to be that one man is teaching the other man how to use the machine. If you follow the link below, you can listen to these recordings. Three of these machines can be heard running. Some are faint in the distance. A printing press can also be heard running. In a lot of the recordings, a motorbike can be heard and sirens that sound like a police car. There are never any other traffic sounds, just that motorbike and the sirens. There is an old World War II sealed bunker nearby and a a two-and-a-half-mile stretch of road underground running from it. So it's very possible that there is something going on in that tunnel beneath his house.
2: Hmm.
0: One microphone was left outside of our house, and someone found it. They took it away, erased what was on it, and returned it. By mistake, they recorded themselves walking back to return the microphone. Mm, that's weird.
1: That's really weird. Yeah,
0: I don't know. And then he says, this is not a hoax. Please help. I don't know what to think. And that's what I got I'd for I'd have the, to move. Yeah, I'd have that's to That's what I got for the... I, I could, if there's an Because that's unused, way scarier than paranormal activity. Oh, God, activity. <laughs> yeah. I would, I'd be, I would be way more afraid of a drug lab or, or human, human trafficking. trafficking. But he says there is a road, an unused... Military bunker, underground road that that goes. He, I don't know if he knows if it goes directly below his it house. It wouldn't need to,
1: though. The no. way sounds carry through. But then,
0: why would the sewer pipe? Why and things would like the police net have gone down and checked that out? Or maybe I they don't know. know about it. So I don't know. And
1: here come the conspiracy theories. That
0: yeah, totally. There's people that think that the police know what's what's going on down there, and they think it is a, a traffic, like sex tra- trafficking or human trafficking or whatever. Hmm. But those. The recordings that we played are disturbing. That almost yeah. sounds more like trafficking than I think a drug lab.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the drug I, and a printing press. That's very specific. like yeah. and, but mean, there's some people too. To see, money laundering or something. There's some
0: people that believe that they're making this up, and I don't know.
1: I guess you could record any of these sounds anywhere. Yeah, they could have come from a TV. Yeah, they could have. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: totally. I mean the. the it could have been from a soap opera for all we know <laughs> right you know so i honestly recording days of our lives <laughs> yeah i'm i'm stumped huh.
1: i think the most likely explanation other than they're making it up is that they're catching sounds coming through some kind of pipe you know why wasn't it there under their ground Why did
0: it just recently start
1: maybe well maybe they whoever's down there just discovered it in the last few years
0: yeah, that's Human true. Human
1: trafficking is like huge right now. Yeah. And it, I think it has been for a while, but I think it's getting worse and worse. And I don't know. I don't know.
0: I mean, I don't, I'd like to know if something does go directly underneath his house, if there is a road close from this enough bunker. by. Yeah. But would. Because it,
1: it's amazing the way sound travels, especially through water. I have a hard time water. thinking
0: that people would not be investigating this bunker. I do too. Unless they're in on it. I don't know. Right. I, I just don't know what to make of this. It's freaky and it's disturbing.
1: It's It's somewhat unbelievable, so that's maybe why the police don't want to look into it, but you'd think they would at least do the most basic investigation.
0: Hmm. So if this is something that... So they moved.
1: When did they move?
0: I don't know if they technically moved. I think they're just just not living at the house.
1: house. Do they have kids? I don't know. Hmm.
0: I don't know. Okay. But like I said, if this is something you're interested in, there are Reddit groups devoted to this. There is his YouTube page where one of these clips that i got he uploaded a couple days ago actually so it's current it's it's going on and it's current and like i said he's got five hour clips on there of his recordings and people are going through Hmm. them so i don't know what to think I, 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 i think that the trafficking or a lab underneath
1: some kind of illegal activity I don't know. I don't know. It, maybe not even a legal activity. Maybe.
0: But like the baby maybe crying. Maybe it's homeless. The baby crying. Maybe is, it's just homeless it people. It could be homeless people. Not I mean, just, but I mean. Yeah, but it could be. Yeah. Living in that. But I don't know. it's weird it's bizarre it's
1: a little bit of stumper i guess it's a very very it's a head scratcher
0: according to krista
1: and i like head scratchers
0: so thank you so much for introducing me to that story tiff because i had no idea about Mm. that so thank you You
1: how many of these types of stories there probably are out there oh i know i know and you think we're gonna run that's why i appreciate
0: people i know (laughs) i might be foolish
1: yeah a little bit no you're not foolish i'm just saying
0: and now we get to our last story okay for this episode. This
1: might be a sensitive one you're saying? It's
0: not not really, but it's just bizarre. Okay. It, it I wouldn't even say it's it's sensitive, but it's just the th- the idea behind what people think is going on in this is creepy. Okay. So story number three was sent to us by Ray Pexen, Stranger Ray Pexon. It was actually a while ago. Is he a
1: new stranger? I think he's
0: an older stranger. Older this was stranger. actually sent to me a while ago, but I've mm-hmm. known about this video for years and years. Okay. Because it always pops up in like weird youtube videos okay and that is the story of the blank room soup video okay so krista's got it we're going to pause it right now krista is going to watch this video and we will be back before you know it okay okay so Uh, if you guys have never seen this video uh by the time i post this episode i will have it up in the strangers so krista blank room soup
1: perplexing what do you think I, i can't tell if the guy is an actor or if he's really crying. I can't tell if he's actually eating the soup. But he's eating it with like a weird large he's, like, wooden splashing spoon. splashing it all over the place. Yeah, there's like noodles all over. Th- it feels somewhere in Asia just by the costumes that the people are wearing. And I can't tell if he's Asian, but he kind of looks like he, he could be because they have a, like yeah, his, a black
0: bar over his face.
1: They're comforting him as he cries over his soup. Yeah. That I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't really so. understand. <laughs> It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, but okay. Yeah,
0: it's I've seen this for years. Like I said, I okay. love weird YouTube stuff. Obviously. So if you've never that seen qualifies. this video, it's posted right now in The Strangers. So pause the show and go and watch it. Okay, Unless welcome you're driving, back. don't do that. Unless you're driving. I first stumbled across this video sometime back around 2011 or 2012, and it was a major WTF after yeah. I watched it. This video was usually lumped in with what are called dark web videos. That and has that feel to yeah, it. Yeah, the dark web.
1: Is just a rabbit hole you don't want to go down. I
0: Part of me, we're going to have to do an episode on it at some yeah. point. So I kind of want to putz around. I want to go check it out. I
1: don't ever.
0: But I, I just feel like it's one of those things where it's like a, the urban legends about it are worse than the reality of it. Mm. You know,
1: I think there's probably some pretty horrific things. on Oh yeah, the dark there's web. there's
0: constantly people getting busted for child porn and stuff yeah. on there. So I mean, I'm not saying the dark web's not uh sketchy there, there's place. There's a lot of good stuff that happens on but, it too. I've yeah. seen documentaries yeah. on this. Oh yeah, so but I mean, it's, but this is there's you know it's like the wild wild west of the like internet. There's like gore though. videos, you know, it's like yeah. snuff videos yeah. and stuff. So dark web is is different, and that's where people say that this came from. So the video is just bizarre.
1: Although this is pretty mild, probably, compared to what's on there.
0: It's believed to have surfaced around 2008. And what makes it scary is that there's like no context for what's going on in this video. Rumors started to circulate soon after that the man eating the soup was being held prisoner somewhere and was being tortured and was starved to the point where he finally ate the bowl of soup that was said to have meat in it made from his dead wife or dead child. (sighs) both which have been murdered by the strange figures in the video. Okay. That's super dark.
1: Well, and it's also just like, where are you basing this? Yeah,
0: Another rumor says that the soup is the man's last meal, and he's crying because he knows that when he finishes it, he will be murdered by the two figures seen in the room with him. It's even said that the full video features the murder of the man, his blood contrasting with the whiteness of the walls in the room. Hmm. So I don't know. Or it's not real? What? Huh?
1: Or it's not real. It's, or it's just not, acting. Or, yeah.
0: Or it's just an art project. So what's the story behind this video? And you're gonna if you do a search right now, if like watch those I'm things where that's it's a like crazy rabbit hole. Where it's yeah, where you can watch these things. They're like the top ten scariest YouTube videos, and this always shows up on it.
1: It's not scary, I guess. And it's I think just it, it comes more from the, the implied. Like it. I think
0: it comes more from the story that people have made. Right about it. Yeah. They don't
1: show you the monster. No, quote unquote. Yeah. A
0: YouTube channel called Rainbot, and I've I've seen a lot of Rainbot videos, it's really good, did an excellent video about the Blank Room Soup story, looking into debunking it. According to the Rainbot video, the Blank Room Soup video first turned up on Daily Motion in 2008 on an account called Ray Ray TV. The Ray Ray TV channel featured animations with characters that are obviously the basis for the costume scene in the soup video. The description of the video said, quote, a clip of people who look like us doing something to someone that we would never do, we promise. Digging further into the Ray Ray character brings up a man named Raymond Percy. Percy is an animator, director, voice actor, producer, and screenwriter. He's directed a bunch of episodes of The Simpsons, actually, hmm. which is kind of cool. Okay. He created a character called Ray Ray and made some full-body Ray Ray costumes for performance art. The characters in the Blank Room Soup video are wearing Ray Ray costumes. So since Percy is the one who uploaded the video and the video has characters he created in it, most people then just assumed it was a weird art project or experiment put out by Percy himself. Rainbot emailed Percy and asked him about the video. Percy emailed back saying, quote, Ray Ray is a performance I created years ago. That's also the two characters' names, Ray Ray. I created them as a way to visualize and have fun with my feelings on loneliness and isolation at the time. They were sort of caricatures of me. Ray Ray didn't have the tools to communicate or express their thoughts, but still stood out and drew attention from the outside world whether or not they wanted to. They started out as doodles, then paintings, then art pieces, until finally what you see in the videos, full-bodied characters, existing and living in the world, and yet so completely apart from it. For a project that at its core was about isolation and misunderstanding, I met and got to work with a lot of great performers and artists. Ray Ray mostly performed in L.A., but we did get to take them across the U.S. and even to a few other countries. One time we performed at a club on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood. I think it was the Key Club. They had such a small backstage area that the dressing room was a dirty, broken-down RV in the alley behind the club. We were performing with a circus... With a circus troupe type group that had dancers, drummers, fire eaters, etc. This group had a fan base in LA, so there were a lot of people there that knew our act. After the show, we were all in the now empty club, striking the stage and loading equipment, the not fun part of performing. When my group went back to the RV to pack our stuff and to get some food, we found that most of our Ray Ray props and costumes had been stolen. The door didn't have a lock, and the alley led right to a busy street, so it might have been someone in the audience, but really, it could have been anyone. Needless to say, I was very, very upset. Luckily, we had just enough extra costumes made so Ray Ray could still perform, but it was still a blow to all of us. A few weeks later, I got home from work, turned on my computer, and saw an email with an attachment. It was the video that everyone is now calling Blank Room Soup. The guy in the bib with his eyes blacked out, eating God knows what out of a bowl with a big spoon, and my character standing around him. I put it up on YouTube so I could share it with my group. We talked about it at length. Was the guy crying? Laughing? We couldn't tell. Honestly, the strangest part to me was that the Ray-Rays in the video moved and behaved exactly the way they should. It's something that new performers have to train for weeks to get right when we rehearse new acts. I don't think we had that much video online at the time to reference either. It was a little strange to us thinking that the people who were making these videos had been watching us perform for perhaps some time. Later, I was sent a link to another soup video. I like weird stuff, and even though they were using my stolen characters, I found the videos funny, even if they are a little insulting to my creations. Some of the people in my group even reposted some of the Ray Ray Soup videos later on. There are more clips than the ones posted. I think the last one I got was a few few years ago. You're making me wonder if the people who made them are all seeing this online attention too. So he he claims that he did not do this. So those videos were sent to him. Yeah, he claims that those videos were sent to him. Uh, Rainbot was pretty convinced that Percy was being genuine, so she ended up not being able to debunk the video.
1: You know, I did have this moment watching it where I was like, is he laughing or is he crying? Yeah. And the only thing that convinces you that he's crying is that the characters comfort him. Yeah. So you assume he's crying, but yeah. he could have been laughing. I don't know.
0: Then the, web's, then the website, The Ghost in My Machine, which I have talked about on here in the past, it's yeah. a really good website, started researching it. Her research brought her to a long-deleted forum run by someone named Mr. Enigma, The Ghost in My Machine website states that Mr. Enigma claimed to have been contacted by a hacker who admitted that he had stole the suits. He claimed he did it as a statement about how capitalism corrupts art and that he freed Ray Ray from that corruption by stealing the suits. This mysterious hacker also claimed that he hacked Percy's email account and that he was the person Rainbot had been emailing with and not Percy. But, I don't know. She was kind of doubtful as as to this person... The it's story amazing that what the hackers person can do, though. Yeah. So it's been over a decade now since it was released, and there's still no answer as to what this video is about. People still believe that it is something... Nefarious. N- yeah, nefarious, nefarious that it, there's something... you know. Like, it's always like tied in with to torture. It is always tied to in tor- well, with yeah. torture.
1: I mean, it seems like he's being tortured if he's crying. It, it does... I would like someone to have an in-person conversation with Percy, not an email conversation.
0: I really don't know if anybody ever talked to him about it on camera. I, I really don't know.
1: So, I mean, it does lend credit to the idea that it they could have been emailing with a hacker and not him.
0: Yeah, I, do, I don't know. Huh. Uh, so three theories. So it
1: could be totally innocent.
0: It could be. Not
1: it, innocent. Yeah. I mean, you know what yeah. I mean? Okay. But a lot theories. of people
0: have tied this in with a torture but. I don't know. When
1: I Googled it, the first thing that came up was... Explanation. Torture explanation. Yeah, there's a lot of people that
0: tie it in with... It's like a snuff video, like Hmm. the first part before the man is killed or that he's being forced to eat his dead wife in the soup. Uh, So the three basic theories, uh, number three, the account of the suits being stolen is true and it was done to save Ray Ray from the corruption of art. Okay. So somebody stole those suits and then they're making these weird videos just to do something, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't... I don't. I mean,
1: artists, sometimes art is weird and I don't get it. Yeah. So I guess that yeah. could be true. Yep. Performance art is strange.
0: Yeah. But then, this has nothing to do with Percy. Somebody stole these suits right. and they're doing this on their own. Right. Uh, theory number two, the video really is last moments of a man who is eating wife soup and is about to be murdered on camera.
1: I feel like if that were true, his demeanor would be a little
0: different. I don't know.
1: Like he's just sort of, (laughs) you know. know,
0: They're they're saying that he's been tortured and starved and that he's scarfing down this soup. You know, whether he knows he's going to get killed right after or whether he knows he's eating his dead wife, but he's so hungry that he's got to eat this soup.
1: But if he knows he's going to die anyway, why would you eat it?
0: I don't know. I wouldn't eat it if I knew I was. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't buy that. I you just don't, you don't buy, buy that it, no. it's an actual snuff video or no, a torture and his, video.
1: He I couldn't tell if he was acting or if it was genuine. So to me, I, I don't know. I think you can really tell if someone's yeah. in anguish and like, like you think
0: the baby the baby... that was real was anguish. <laughs>
1: that sounded real to uh, me.
0: And the last theory, the whole thing is an art project done by Percy, who decided to keep the whole thing a mystery. And this a lot of people think that the guy eating the soup is Percy. What and does
1: he look like? Have we can you find a picture of him? I
0: don't get a signal here. You could yeah, I mean you could see pictures of Percy. What's his last name? How Raymond. His that? first name is Raymond, Raymond Percy. Percy. But one thing is that there was a picture where you can see the part how he parts his hair. Okay. And it looks exactly the same as the person eating the soup parts their hair. So that almost makes me think that
1: He does have sort of a like Asian ethnic, look like, to like, him. Yeah. So there are some, And his hair could It hmm.
0: looks like the hair from the guy in the
1: I mean he looks a little bigger than the guy yeah. in the video but this could but be that a very was years recent ago photo. but doesn't that look
0: his hair it looks does. like So there there's a lot of people who believe that the person eating the soup is Raymond Percy himself.
1: Huh. 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 This feels like the most logical explanation.
0: So hmm. what is your
1: That's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a publicity a publicity stunt that I've never heard of slash weird performance yeah. art, you know.
0: I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I think it is. I think Percy did it. I think that is him.
1: Yeah, there's definitely that's definitely a character. Yeah, I his. think that is
0: him. And I think this might have just been something he made just to make it. And then it got out. And then he made up a story to go along with it to, you know, increase the mystery behind it. I don't think... That it's really a dark web snuff video no. that the guy is going to die. I don't think but so But you're going to see a lot of that on the internet. A lot of people talk about the Blank Room okay. Soup video saying that it's a torture video. That's because and... I
1: think people want it to be that. Yeah. Yeah. That's way more sensational than just an art performance piece. Yeah.
0: So there you go. There Not are... buying
1: it. I think it's just him.
0: Yeah, I think it's just him too. I really do or i think it's it, the more the other likely one is that somebody did steal the costumes yeah. and they're doing it i don't right. think that the person eating the soup was killed i think no. it was just a weird surreal piece of art i don't think it was that, wife soup per, i don't think it was wife soup it was ramen soup. noodles or yeah. something i don't think it was a weird
1: <laughs> cuz you can see noodles all over the table yeah. around the bowl yeah
0: well it's because he's shaking so bad because he knows he's going to die
1: or he's trying to eat it with a ginormous la- wooden ladle i yeah. mean that's a problem cuz he's
0: starving he's tortured and starving so, <laughs> starving artist, maybe yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I mm. don't think that it's a snuff no. video. I don't think. Nope. I think that it's an art piece. Whether or not my my leanings are towards it being Percy yeah. doing it because I think that is him in the chair. Yeah. But I don't know. Hmm. So there That's you go. What I think there are three stories. Thank you mm, for submitting I that like one, these. Ray. So I didn't know if what's this episode- what's your favorite of the three? The Tate House one is bizarre. The Tate House yeah. one is probably my favorite of the three.
1: Although. We want a letter. We do want a letter. <laughs>
0: yeah. I would just love to talk to this guy. I'd like yeah. to have him met. If you want to come to Wisconsin, we can have you. You can stay with Krista. Uh- we can <laughs> have you. We'll have you on the podcast.
1: Yeah, uh, you and my dog can cuddle. The Tate
0: House one is fascinating, but scary. Like real life scary, not like paranormal scary. But like real life, scary. The Ray Race, the, the the Soup one used to freak me out back in the day. But I think yeah. I've gotten more cynical and like, no, yeah. it's not.
1: You can put anything on it's not the internet. Being
0: tortured. So hopefully this this episode worked. This was like uh, we never did this before. We did three. I like it. But like I said, there wasn't really much to go on with all of these. So I figured this was a nice stranger submission episode. Mm-hmm. If you didn't like it, sorry. Our next episode will go back to. Uh, one topic. format. And it's going to be a topic that actually a lot of people have requested we do. Cool. So that'll be next episode.
1: Yeah. So you said this wasn't a very meaty episode, but I feel like each one of those topics was a tasty meatball.
0: You think it was? Like yeah. the Like the soup the guy was eating? It was yeah. a little bit a little meaty. Tasty wife meatball. Tasty wife meatball. <laughs> That'd be a good name for a band. Good. <laughs> um, <When? laughs> so, I love it. So now we also have a voicemail sent okay. in by Stranger Elizabeth. Super excited about this because we got because you got a. I was sitting on my couch. I was sitting on my couch, and all of a sudden, my ding ding that we got a voicemail, and I was like, "Yay!"
1: And it wasn't like a personal friend of ours who feels bad for us. And- no,
0: no. <laughs> uh, so she ran out of time the first time, and then she called back. But through the magic of editing, I stitched it together. Okay. So cool.
1: So yeah, if that ever happens a, to you this is
0: a funky story too.
1: Well and if you have a longer story, just call, call back, back and we'll we'll stitch it yeah. together. So yeah. that's a good example. Okay, hold on.
0: So this is a voicemail from Stranger Elizabeth.
2: Hello, I'm Kurt and Krista. My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Maryland. I have been just loving your podcast. I've been listening every day at work recently and it's just completely freaking me out (laughs) but I love it um sorry excuse me I really wanted to share my what I consider my first paranormal experience with you guys um I I think I was about 10 or 11 years old when this happened it's really the first uh thing like this that has ever kind of stuck in my mind I, I don't know if anything else has happened before this but this is the one that I always think back to because it changed my life, uh, changed my views on things and just completely, uh, scared me. <laughs> scared the shit out of me, really. Um, it happened at my friend's house. I, I had an older friend. She's maybe two or three years older than me and her sister was maybe four years older than her. Uh, we went over there. They were a, uh, very um i guess traditional indian family um the the sister she the younger sister she was my close close friend and the older sister decided that it was a good idea to uh bring out a ouija board um they didn't want their very religious parents to see us playing with it so they Uh, The sister recommended, let's do it in the closet. Let's uh, go into my bedroom, and we'll play with it in the closet on the floor. So we go in there, and I don't remember ever, like, actually asking the board anything. I just, like, remember the three of us sitting there and putting our hands onto the uh, planchette, and all of a sudden, I remember that the board being there and then it wasn't and we're all sitting there with our hands on the planchette and the planchette sitting on the carpet in the closet and the three of us just started looking around freaking out because of course you know what in the world was going on How, like where did the board go and we looked all around the room and then the older sister I remember her saying uh you know, well, well, maybe it's downstairs in the basement. And I remember this very clearly to this day. Uh, Their basement, we had had a a lot of storms come through the area a couple days beforehand, and their basement had about a foot and a half of water in it because it had flooded. We went downstairs to go check to see if it did, in fact, go into the basement. Um, And I remember standing on the... Basement stairs that were like open stairs, just on the side of the wall, so we could stand on the stairs and see into the whole entire basement. And still clear in my memory to this day was the Ouija board floating on the water that was in the basement, uh, face up, just like it. It just simply fell through the floor of the closet that we were playing in. Uh, needless to say, I have not touched a Ouija board since then. Uh, I never will. I do not like the feelings that that memory gives me, and uh you know, I I always tell people if they think of playing with the Ouija board, I tell them that story. And I don't know if people believe me. Um, it's you know, it's a little far fetched, and I I don't know. I don't know if it was, you know, somebody's trying to, you know, warn us about doing it to stop us from playing with it. I don't know if it was something evil that did it. I, I have no idea, of course, but I will never mess with those again. Well, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the story. Keep up the good work. I, once again, I just love the podcast. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Bye.
0: Wow. So that's weird. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I remember I was listening to it when I edited the two together and it's like, wow. It was like the Ouija board was there one minute and then it just like fell through the floor.
1: I've never heard a story like that yeah, before. I
0: thought that was really interesting. Wow.
1: Well, and something that I said to Kurt while we were listening is like, what What made the older sister think maybe it's in the basement? Of all places, like because why I the basement? F-
0: I feel like she thought if it's there one second and then it's gone, it could have just like it went through the floor. It just fell down to the basement. That's freaky. And that's where it was found. So I don't Floating know.
1: Floating in the water in the basement it has a very it feel to yeah.
0: it. So it was there one second then all Ugh. of a sudden it was gone and then that's it was creepy. down in the basement. So that is a creepy. That's
1: creepier than something being spelled out on the board. Oh, yeah.
0: That's yeah. really creepy because The fact because that because they the board lost... is there one second and then it's all of a sudden it goes through the floor.
1: When it's almost like they have lost time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I like her assessment that it could have been somebody saying, don't use this yeah. thing. Yeah. And they pulled it right down through the floor into the basement.
1: Or whatever it was was trying to pull them down, too. True. <laughs>
0: so that's just...
1: Okay, glad you lived to tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks that's for just listening, Elizabeth. That's a really good story. Yeah, that's so, really... i int- thank you for I've the sweet things you said about
0: us. Yeah. So yeah, very uh, I don't know, cool. That creeped me out yeah, pretty that's bad really when creepy. I sitting at home last night. and like, oh, Ooh. should I listen to that stuff before bed? That
1: does give you the chills.
0: Yeah. So thank you so much, Elizabeth. So glad you wow. left us a, a yeah. voicemail. And we also got an email.
1: Okay. I'm going to read this. Um, this came to our Gmail account, which Kurt will give out. Oh, not taking a picture. <laughs> techie. I'm not a techie. Oh, my goodness. Okay, gallery. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Hi, Kurt and Krista. I first came upon your podcast while doing research for Lake Michigan Triangle. I've listened to all of your episodes and I enjoy them so much. Thank you. Thank you. To give a little background about myself, I am a tarot reader, psychic, medium, shamanic practitioner. I worked out of a small metaphysical shop in Minneapolis for quite a few years, but now I'm, now I'm <laughs> semi retired. Now I'm semi retired and living in beautiful Door County. Yay, Kurt. And I love Door County. Door County is awesome. Yes, we've been there with our friend Rhonda. We took a road trip there. But my mm-hmm. husband and I honeymooned there. We go there for our anniversaries. Aaron, Aaron got married there. His wedding was up
0: there. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I'm jealous. I want
1: to live in Door County someday. A large part of my work at this point is helping earthbound spirits to cross over. Um, in parentheses, pet peeve: reality TV, quote unquote, ghostbusters who yell and scream at spirits and act as if Zach. they're being attacked. Good Zach. grief. Just do your job. It's totally unnecessary to make such a fuss. (laughs) It's true. It is true. Anyway, I loved your recent episode on strange phone calls, and I thought I'd share my experience. This happened in January 2010. My husband and I had rented a beach house on St. George Island off the Florida Panhandle. After checking in, we found that the landline had no dial tone and we had no cell reception either. And in parentheses, she says, and yes, my first thought was, this is basically the beginning of every horror movie I've ever seen. Yep. Yep. We did have internet, so I emailed the rental office and they said someone would check into into it the following day since it was now evening and well past their regular office hours. The next morning, I was sitting in the living room when the phone rang. I figured it was the rental office or maybe the phone company technician. But when I picked it up, a strangely inflected, almost mechanical voice said, quote, is Don there? I said, I'm sorry. No, this is a vacation rental. The person on the other end did not react to what I said, but repeated in exactly the same tone, is Don there? I got freaked out and hung up the phone. A few minutes later, there was a knock at the door. It was the rental manager. He said, I apologize. They haven't been able to get the phones working
0: yet. I know. <laughs> Just, you know I am with phone <sighs> stuff. That gives yes. me the heebie-jeebies when it I first does. read this. I was like, "Uh."
1: They tell me it'll probably take until tomorrow to get them fixed. I said, okay, thanks, and shakily shut the door. I went to the phone and picked it up the receiver. No dial tone. That's so weird. I later happened upon a family history of the home we were staying in and found that the original owner slash builder had been a man named Don, who at that point had been dead for 20 years. Maybe just a coincidence, but it sure shook me up. Um, she says, stay strange, Amanda. Wow. Yeah, wow. To, to, to in one minute get a phone call on a phone, and the next minute a knock at the door saying, yeah, sorry, we can't get the phone fixed yet. Yeah.
0: My, my phone phobia is, is well documented, and the idea of a call coming in on a phone that isn't hooked up it freaks really me out like no other. It's really that freaky. Just bothers me like
1: asking for someone who's been dead for twenty years. Yeah. So
0: that is bizarre. It
1: feels residual though, the fact that it just repeated itself. I don't
0: like the, the, the way she described. Yeah, like the, the way she describes the voice. Yeah, that's Freaks weird. me out. So this that's this freaky. email creeped me out pretty hardcore. Yeah. So thank you, Amanda. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks for freaking Kurt off. yeah no that's a really cool
0: story yeah, i can't it explain is. that i can't either and i don't want to i don't nope. like phones so wow thank yeah. you for the story yeah and she's from i believe sturgeon bay sturgeon bay yep i've never really spent a lot of time in sturgeon bay
1: um i've gone out to eat at a couple places in sturgeon bay but it's mm-hmm. sort of that place you pass through to get to door yeah, county <laughs>
0: Yep. exactly so now I think all we have left, we have two things left. I think we have our song selections mm-hmm. for uh what was your name? Shannon that is making a playlist. Yeah. And I think we got a pickle joke. Pickle joke. What do you want to do first? Song. Song. You so go first. Me go first. Yep. Uh a lot of people liked my plea from a cat named mm-hmm. Virtue song. So You I'm made some glad. people
1: cry and they were angry about it was, that. It but.
0: wasn't that's because they listened to the one I told them not to listen to. <laughs> The song "Virtue oh. the Cat" explains her departure. I said, "Do not listen to it because it will ruin your soul because it is so uh, sad." Okay, but "Plea from a Cat Named Virtue" is a happy song. But then I was reading like on YouTube comments, people said that song made them cry, hmm. and I don't understand that because I feel like it's a happy song. It's your cat giving you a pep talk, a tark <laughs> giving you a pep talk, telling yeah. you to you know get your stuff together and hmm. stop whining and moping and you know get out and live. So my song for today. I actually had to think about this on the way here.
1: Well, Kurt just dropped it on me. I didn't realize we were doing this every episode. We have, yeah, she said so every episode. I, I so for the rest of this now. season,
0: at least. Okay. So she can get a nice playlist, which okay. I think is such a cool idea.
1: be cool if she were able to upload it somewhere. Then. I know.
0: I know. Okay. I keep saying she. I hope it's a she. Shannon? Shannon. Oh, that's right. We weren't sure. I hope it's a she. Um, my song is I thought about it on the way here because that's when it popped in my head that we needed to do this. <laughs> and this song is from a, one of my favorite singer-songwriters that I think is just like criminally underrated because I think he's so talented and he's so amazing and like so few people know about him. Kay. And his name is Josh Rouse. Yep. I adore Josh Rouse. Never heard like, of him. <laughs> his albums are so good. And, so he's a singer? Yeah, he's a singer-songwriter. It's just him...
1: But does he write songs for other people? I don't think so. I think okay. it's just him.
0: But he is oh. so good. I mean, that's what like they call like the solo person that goes out like uh, who would be a singer songwriter like James Taylor is a singer songwriter. Yeah, sure. Uh, because they just perform their own songs. They don't. But necessarily... they also write songs for yeah. other people. But he he doesn't. I don't okay. think. Okay. Like I would say, Matt Nathanson is another one of my favorite yeah. singers, and he's a singer songwriter because he does his own stuff. Yeah. But Josh Rouse is just so good. I love 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 him, and I have for years. So for this one, I am picking the song Miracle by Josh Rouse because that is one of my all-time favorite songs. And it's a lot like I said about Ventura Highway, mm. where when I hear that very, the very first part of the song, it instantly relaxes me and it makes me happy. And I just really, really like the song Miracle by Josh Rouse. Okay. Josh Rouse is amazing. Look him up if you're I'll have if that's to. your cup of tea.
1: Is there anything that got radio play no, that? No, oh, okay. I don't
0: think so. Uh, But he's so good. His album, he's got, you know, he's got an album called 1972 that is like kind of 70s music Uh, and it's it's so good. You know, it's like very reminiscent of 70s music. Yeah. But his album called Under Cold Blue Stars is one of the best albums I've ever heard from start to finish. Okay. And I like it so much. And that's where Miracle is from. And I believe it's a concept album about a couple that meets and then falls in love, gets married, grows old. And it's such a good song. Hmm. So okay. that's my song, Miracle by Josh Rose.
1: Are you? Are we going to post links to these? I'll post it, yeah. Okay. Um, so most couples have a song. Right, yeah. So I'm gonna tell you what my song is with yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim. Okay. So this has been our song for 23 years, and it's "Into the Mystic" by Van Morrison.
0: That's a good song. It's
1: a great song. I
0: love Van Morrison.
1: That song in particular, like I said, the uh, the uh, I was gonna say "Grateful Dead." The Led Zeppelin song "Ramblin'" gives me all the feels. Yeah. This song, serious, I hear that acoustic guitar at the beginning, and yep. I get the shivers. Yep. Um, and it's also very much. It's it's. It's a lot about, um, it's kind of nautical in theme, if you will. I mean, it's just a song about kind of having an old soul and a lot of themes surrounding water, et cetera. And I grew up near and on the water with a family of fishermen who sail. You know, it's very, very, and he, Jim, grew up on the water as well. And so it's a song that speaks to both of us in so many different ways. And it's just it's a very sentimental. Yeah, we've actually talked about getting like I, um, the different verses tattooed. Like, that's cool, it, one verse would start on my arm yeah. and it would finish on yeah. his. And that's
0: cool. I like that idea.
1: Yeah, just the lyrics are just so it's poetry. I've only heard, heard that amazing. song a couple
0: times, but it's a very good song. And I think he's. It, it bothers me that people only know brown eyed brown girl. Eyed girl. When yeah. he has like there's like little not, not little known songs, but like a lot of people don't know his song Dweller on the Threshold. Mm. I love his song Dweller on the Threshold. I love Domino. Yeah. Yeah, Domino's. Uh, he's a got good one. such good other songs. Like uh. his greatest hits album. Yeah, is we so have good. that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good it's album. So good. But well, Into
1: the Mystic is my it's out of all of his songs, even if it weren't our song, that's the best song. It's yeah. just so there's so many good things yeah. about that song. Everything. The chord progressions, the it just has such a feel to it. Like that's just nostalgic and it tugs at your heartstrings a that's little awesome. bit. It's awesome. We had two singer-songwriters. Yeah, Moon Dance is the other one that everybody. Yeah. Yep. That's a fantastic song. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like Domino. I like yeah.
0: Domino's a good song. Uh I think there's one called Bright Side of the Road. That's mm-hmm. a really good song. But I think I don't
1: know a lot of names of songs for you'll some You'll know them if you start hearing it. Yes, them. Yeah. exactly.
0: I really like "Dweller on the Threshold." That's one that I always go to off of his greatest hits. But okay. we both did singer-songwriters, yep. so that's kind of cool. Yeah, Josh Rouse and Van Morrison.
1: So there you go. So there you
0: go. And now we got to think of one for next time.
1: Yes, but I'm already. I'm already
0: thinking. <laughs> time for a pickle joke. A pickle I'm trying joke. to find ones that people might not know, so I can introduce people to like new music. No, I'm just oh, God. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, this one's not bad. Wait. Okay, so I'm going to read two so I can finish off this page. Okay. If you ate five pickles and then ate three more, what would you
0: have? A stomach ache.
1: <laughs> no kidding, right? You'd have eight and eight and eight. <laughs> like the number eight wow. and then eight. <laughs> like ATE. I like yeah, my answer better. Is terrible. This last one's not too bad. Why are pickles and sandwiches so polite? Why? They're well bred. <laughs>
2: If it makes you giggle, it oh can't God. be that bad. No, it can't be.
1: And just for this is Bigfoot's reaction to those jokes.
0: <laughs> we gotta start doing that after the bad jokes. That's our version of
1: Bump bum Yeah, it is. So I think ready for the deets. Ready
0: for the deets. I don't know if there's a address for the Discord server. I should probably look that up. Oh yeah. Well, I'll do I that don't know. before next time. Uh, as always, you can email us at at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at strange session without the S. Krista does a good job on Instagram. She actually does. I always like when you tag me in something that you post. You do a really good job on there. Oh, well, thanks. Uh, you can send postcards and snail mail to the Strange Sessions, PO Box four three four, Manitowoc, Wisconsin five four two two one zero four three four. And again, Matthew Thornton. Strange Sessions, P.O. Box 434, Manitowoc, Wisconsin, 54221-0434. And you can call our hotline at 920-443-9602.
1: And just a reminder, if you want to be part of the in crowd, join the strangers on Facebook.
0: If you don't, hey, that's, that's your, cool too. We that, get it. We that's get your it. bag, baby. You do what you want. <laughs>
1: You're missing out. You're
0: missing out because that is where all the shenanigans happen.
1: Yeah, lots of shenanigans.
0: And lots of good posts. Lots like I will of never jokes. I'm always floored by how awesome the people on there are. I really am.
1: You're gonna I, join and think that it's some kind of weird pickle admiration society, but it's it actually It kind of is. It kind <laughs> of is.
0: I thought you were gonna say like a pickle cult.
1: Yeah, or that. Or that.
0: <laughs> so I think that's it for today. Any last requests? Any last any
1: last words? Any last requests?
2: I don't know.
0: You're really
1: throwing me off. I, here. It's this time change. I'm uh, telling you, I'm, yeah, I'm getting some loopy. sleep. <laughs> I'm I don't all know. loopy. <laughs> oh, nothing.
0: Please. We got nothing. 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 I got nothing. Uh, we couldn't get together yesterday because of the snow. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Because it was 50 degrees it's on Sunday. It is, it is seriously like <laughs> snowing like every today. Wednesday we are supposed to record.
0: Yeah. So I am convinced that somebody is shooting harp. Yep. at us that they're that's using true. harp to try to stop us but you can't stop us no
1: you can't hold us down no
0: we can't we... i mean we
1: almost postponed to next week <laughs>
0: we can't we won't we don't stop i don't know if that's how it goes oh i don't know either I listened to the beastie boys in a oh
1: because you can't you won't and you don't stop Yeah, there you go <laughs> yeah born can... in a rock and a shoe <laughs> shot
0: i don't have to listen on the way home now nice so from the old school media studio until next time stay, stay strange, strange.
1: This has been an Old School Media production, executive produced by Kirk Konechny. For more information and content, please visit strangesessions.com.